That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hi, it's Dr. Will Cole. This podcast is the manifesto for a new breed of health seekers. This is the art of being well. What's up and welcome to the art of being well. I am a leading functional medicine doctor. I get to consult people around the world via webcam and I'm a New York Times bestselling author. I wrote Intuitive Fasting, The Inflammation Spectrum, Ketotarian, you want to learn more about my clinical work, the telehealth center, becoming a patient, the books, there's lots of free resources there for you as well. You can check it all out at drwillcole.com. That's D-R-W-I-L-L-C-O-L-E.com. Listeners of The Art of Being Well, I have a brand new book out if you haven't heard. It's called Gut Feelings, and we're giving away tons of free stuff when you pre-order Gut Feelings. So head on over to drwillcole.com there for that as well. And you'll see all the amazing stuff we have for gut feelings. The subtitle is Healing the Shame-Fueled Relationship Between What You Eat and How You Feel. So in the book, I'm really talking about the research in the scientific literature around shame and chronic stress and trauma, intergenerational trauma, and how those psychological, mental, emotional, spiritual things impact our physical health, impact things like our inflammation levels and our nervous system dysregulation and hypervigilance and hormonal imbalances and gut-brain axis issues and digestive problems. And then conversely, I'm talking about the research of underlying gut problems and, and nutrient deficiencies and things like mold toxicity, how physiological things can impact the psychological things, impact our mood and things like anxiety and depression and brain fog. So gut feelings, physiological, psychological. It's for pre-order right now. So geeked about it if you cannot tell. And also, listeners of The Art of Being Well, we're giving away free signed books. So all you have to do is head on over to Apple Podcasts and rate and review The Art of Being Well there. Tell us what you love about the show. And every month, no matter when you listen to this episode, my team and I will be picking winners randomly and I'll reach out to you and I'll ask which book you want me to sign and send it out to you wherever you're at in the world. You can do it two different ways. You can leave your Instagram handle in the Apple Podcast review itself or you can screenshot your Apple Podcast review and message me on Instagram at Dr. Will Cole. And again, every month, my team and I will be going through the messages on Instagram as well as the Apple Podcast reviews and randomly picking winners every single month. Good luck. All right, let's get to today's guest. Her name 
is Amber Lee Lyons. I love every time I get to talk with her. And this is the first time she's on the podcast. I've been on her podcast a few times. Amber Lee is the host of the podcast Chakra Girl Radio, where she interviews top experts and she shares insights, rituals, and energy hacks that have led to her ascension and her spiritual walk. You're going to learn so much from her podcast. Her audience walks away from each episode with tangible practices to implement into their own daily routines. All right, let's get to it. This is Amber Lee Lyons, Art of Being Well. Amber Lee Lyons. This has been a long time coming. I'm, I'm right? excited for this. It's third time's a charm because I've had you on my <laughs> show twice and those were great, but maybe this will be quantumly better. <laughs> <laughs> we could just say a continuation of our conversations. I always love catching yes. up with you. It takes a podcast apparently to catch up with you, but right. we'll do it. We'll do it in front of thousands and thousands of people. Uh, yes. So we have to give your podcast a shout out. What's the name of it for people to go back and listen to our episodes? Yes, it's called Chakra Girl Radio. We've had Dr. Will Cole on twice and it's been great. But yeah, we really dive into a lot of spiritual magic and mindset stuff, wellness, all the things, but from a very like approachable and fun way. Love it. Are you still in Vancouver? So we actually just moved about four hours away from Vancouver into the mountains to a little golf resort town. It's super random and happened like really quickly. And it's very different. There's some days where I'm like, okay, where am I going to go shopping? This is very weird. <laughs> but we're like, we're in the mountains. We're on a lake. We're on a golf course. We've got a bunch of hiking trails and we're out in the water all the time. So it's definitely different from Yale town downtown Vancouver, yeah. but yeah, it's different. It's good though. Good. Yeah. British Columbia is, I mean, talk about, it's basically the garden of Eden and it's so freaking beautiful and it's just unmatched beauty. You you live in a beautiful part of the world. Yeah. And where we are is actually a desert. So it's wow. not as lush. There's like sagebrush everywhere. Of course, we do have like rainforest as well. But yeah, BC, little fact, is the only place in Canada that has two ecosystems. So we have desert and we have rainforest. Wow. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So where you're at right now, is it more like in my mind, I think of Alberta being more like North. deserty, plainy. Yeah. But. Yeah. So it, it's kind of like would be sort of in the middle of that closer to like the Vancouver side, but we're North. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Well, I, I look Canada's one. I, I don't, I've never met a mean Canadian and I love <laughs> kind people. And I think that that's why I have such an attraction to them. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So let's start with jumping into and framing the conversation and chakras. Let's talk, start with chakras. We're talking to, I mean, right now listening thousands of people, different component, different, their entry point into wellness has come from different places. They're interested yeah. in functional medicine or nutrition or meditation and different wellness people. So it's a very eclectic group of people, I guess is what I'm trying to say. And some people, everybody's heard of chakras, but not everybody knows exactly what chakras are. And they sort of, I, in my mind, people think of it as just this woo-woo LA thing, but yeah. actually it's quite an ancient an ancient tool. So can you shed some light on this? Yes. So it is an ancient Indian tool. 
And there are seven main chakras and they are transmitters and receptors of frequency. And I think no matter who's listening to this, they can agree that vibration and energy is everything, whether it's your physical health or your mental health, our vibration and our frequency is what kind of determines our reality. And so we can think of our chakras as these seven main pillars of transmission and receiving of energy. And what's great about the seven chakras is that each of them is kind of in charge of specific emotions, specific areas of our life. So we can use them to self-diagnose and look at either areas of our body or areas of our life that are not feeling in high alignment, are not feeling in high vibration. And we can kind of target that specific energy using different healing modalities, but also using things like mindset and, you know, physical healing as a way to heal those energy centers so that we can be radiating the highest frequency and receiving the highest frequency back. Cause that's how it works. What we radiate, we receive back. Got it. So Is it fair to say that chakras are akin or analogous to meridians in traditional Chinese medicine? Yes. So the chakras are definitely related to the meridians. Like each meridian is associated with a different chakra. Got it. So let's go through the seven chakras. What what Mm -hmm. are they? So the root chakra is at the base of our spine. It runs down our legs and it is about our ability to feel grounded, our ability to feel stable and anchored, but it's also about our momentum. Like I always say, you need to root down to rise up. So if someone's feeling super stuck, having money issues, then that would be root chakra. It's also to do with our survival. So if you're in like fight or flight mode all the time, then that typically is a root chakra situation. And then our sacral chakra is right below our belly button. It's our sexual organs. It's our lower digestive tract. And it is just that kind of like lower back stomach area. And that is about our personal power. It's about our emotional connection and our balance. A lot of guilt and shame get stuck in the sacral chakra. And when that happens, like we have, you know, sexual issues, we have different emotional issues, and we just aren't really living from our kind of like intuitive place. The solar plexus is right below the rib cage, and this is our motivation. And our, I call it like the je ne sais quoi, like your radiance, the the spark about you that makes people drawn to you, that magnetism. And what really drains that is overwhelm and, you know, just not being super aligned with our purpose. So if we're kind of in a place of resistance and friction, it's typically a solar plexus situation. And then the heart chakra is our heart, of course, but also extends out of our hands. And it's not just about love. It's about balance in all areas of our lives. So balancing our feminine and masculine, balancing work and play, not being in that all or nothing mindset. And of course, our love life. So if we have any heart wounds that we haven't dealt with, it's going to block that balance in our lives. And then the throat chakra is our communication. It is... If you think of your your throat, it's literally the connection between your body and your mind. So it's what really connects us to our intuition. It's what connects us to our body. And it's what allows us to speak from a place of truth. And then the third eye chakra is right between your eyes. That is our intuitive center. So we, I always say that 
we are, I mean, of course, science, you're going to think this too, but we think that like what we see outside of us is kind of processed by our brain. And then we have reactions based on that. And that's definitely true. But another way to look at that is that the thoughts that we project through our mind create the life that we see on the outside. Mm -hmm. And then we interpret it and kind of anchor that in. So it's not just about intuition. It's really the place from which we create the vision of our reality and our perception Mm -hmm. of everything. And then the crown chakra is the top of our head. And that is our ability to just be connected to source, to be connected to the flow. We've all had those days where everything is working out and we're hitting every green light and we're feeling super aligned. That's when our crown chakra is super activated, but the crown chakra can't be activated unless the rest of them are. So it's kind of, some people are like, oh, I'm just going to skip right to the crown chakra. I'm going to work <laughs> on that one. Like, I think it's a little quick fix, but no, no, you got to work on the rest of them. And then that can be activated. <laughs> Look, I, you know me, I'm coming from such a functional medicine uh, perspective yeah. where I know a little bit about this, but I'm learning so much from you, mm-hmm. from you today. And my mind went to exactly to that. Well, how yeah. can I just cut to the ca- crown chakra <laughs> activation? We'll be good. It exactly. doesn't work like that. <laughs> no. And I have to tell you, one of the most simple yet overlooked things that I see on labs impacting things like migraines and fatigue and brain fog and insatiable cravings, sugar cravings, it's so simple to fix. You just have to know know about it. It is electrolyte balance. Electrolytes, specifically sodium, potassium, magnesium. Man, if you support those, it's going to fix so many different things because electrolytes are essential for optimal health. The problem is, is that electrolyte supplements and drinks out there on the market, they're filled with tons of sugar, artificial coloring and artificial sweeteners. Sometimes it's not good. I would not never recommend those things. So the way that I support my electrolyte balance, I put this in pretty much every patient protocol as well. Any patient that listens to this podcast will know what I'm about to say right now. What is it patients? You know what it is. It's element. L-M-N-T, Element. It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix with everything you need and nothing you don't. So it has this really effective ratio of electrolytes. 1,000 milligrams of sodium, 200 milligrams of potassium, and 60 milligrams of magnesium with none of the junk, no sugar, no coloring, no artificial ingredients, no gluten, no fillers, nothing. Like you don't want any, everything that you need to see the amazing benefits of this. Right now, Element is offering my listeners a free sample pack with any purchase. That's eight single serving packets completely free with any Element order. This is a great way to try all their eight flavors or share Element with a salty friend. We all have one of those, right? I love raspberry. I pretty much love every flavor, but my favorite is probably the lime, the raspberry. Get yours at drinkelement.com slash Will Cole. This deal is only available through this link. So you have to go to drinklmnt.com slash Will Cole. That's drinkelement.com slash Will Cole. Holidays are one of the busiest and most stressful times of the year for many people. When it comes to therapy and psychiatry, getting the help you need has never been so simple. When you're able to access your provider from the comfort of your device and the comfort of your home even, it means mental health care can be on your schedule. And alleviating the wait times to get an appointment or the travel time to an office can free up time for the rest of your life. Talkspace is so convenient and accessible, it helps my patients feel supported around 
the clock. You all know a major facet of functional medicine and is is another word for it. It's integrative medicine. We're integrating different facets. And in many ways, I'm sort of my patient's wellness quarterback, if you will. So I'm integrating different facets based on what they need. And mental health care is a central point of my patient's care that we're integrating when we build protocols for them. And Talkspace is such an amazing tool because just like we do telehealth for functional medicine, they do telehealth for the mental health care space. I wholeheartedly recommend Talkspace for therapy. You can sign up online and get a personalized match with the provider that's right for you. Typically within 48 hours, you can text, video, or send voice messages to your licensed therapist. So it's incredibly convenient to have virtual sessions from the comfort of your home. Getting started is the most important part. There's no need to wait until something goes wrong in your life to work with a therapist. Of course, Talkspace is also there to help with any specific challenges you might be facing. It's the number one online therapy platform with thousands of licensed therapists trained in over 40 specialties, including anxiety, depression, relationships, and so much more. Your therapist can help you set and achieve your goals. As a listener of this podcast, you'll get $100 off your first month with Talkspace. To match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com. Make sure to use the code ABW to get $100 off your first month and show your support for the art of being well. That's ABW at Talkspace.com. Hey girl, hey, welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker. You might know me from Sirius XM Radio. I mean, I was there for like 12 years after all, but then Howard Stern allegedly got jealous of me, so I had to leave. I was actually able to pull myself up by the bootstraps and start my own podcast, Taste of Taylor, which is now officially with Dear Media. I'm so excited to say that. Ha! So I promise you in this podcast, you're going to either learn about something, you're going to be inspired by someone that's like always coming from a perspective of like humor, then this is the place for you. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Is this correct to say, if you go to an Ayurvedic doctor, this is how that they would diagnose in part, right? And, mm-hmm. and as well as doshas, right? But. Yeah. I mean, is this part of the diagnostic criteria of of Ayurvedic medicine and traditional Indian medicine, right? Yes. Any Eastern medicine is going to talk about chakras because at the end of the day, our, like I said, our vibration is everything and it affects our physical body. And when we think of Mm -hmm. like the biology and the chemistry of, you know, the foods, the medicine, the herbs that we put into our bodies, those hold a frequency and that frequency is going to support the frequency of that chakra and of our overall vibration and our aura and everything. So of -hmm. course there's like the chemical and biological element, but there's also that unseen metaphysical energetic charge, quantum energy piece of it. Yeah. I just think that's what I wanted to do, at least at the start of the conversation, then we'll dig mm-hmm. even deeper, is just normalize this because they're different words to us as a modern Americans. But the reality is I think, I, and I do think this will continue to be normalized in our culture because I, I feel like when you look at the trajectory of acupuncture and oriental medicine over the past 15 years, there are more and more Americans and Canadians and Westerners, right, that hear about meridians and the way that acupuncture works, and they get behind it. And there's a lot of exciting mm-hmm. science around it. To me, Ayurvedic medicine and Indian medicine, chakras being a part of the understanding of the body, sh- should still be, should be normalized just as much as that. 
And then my mind goes to all of these ancient wisdoms and ancient medicines. I, I go to like the Jewish Kabbalistic thought of the human body. There, there's seven different uh, spheres within the Sifarot. The, the, it's called Zeir Pin, which there's, there, there's seven different parts. Mm-hmm. And you wonder the connection here. There's so much connection to the way that, that the ancient people saw the human body and whether yes. there's seven chakras or meridians or the Sifarot and how the human body is part of this and we're part of the, the macro and the micro, the as above, so below. It's so much a part of it. And now science is substantiating a lot of this that we may not know the mechanisms for how these things work, but there's a lot of exciting science around energy medicine. I don't know yeah. if you want to talk about that a little bit. This isn't just some theoretical thing. Scientific journals are looking at energy medicine and how it can improve our wellness. Well, and I think even at the most basic element of that is our stress level. Like we know that stress is the cause of most physical issues. And if we're really looking at our energy from an emotional standpoint, using Mm -hmm. not just our physical body, but our mental body, our emotional body, our energetic body, and getting all of those things into alignment, then we're, we're literally changing the physical reality, our physical bodies. So you're totally right about the seven, you know, you can look everywhere and there, the numbers seven and 12 are everywhere. They're in the Bible there because there's actually 12 chakras. So there's some that run below your feet and some that go above your head. We don't have to get into those because it's, it's kind of more about that a little bit more woo, but then you look at the 12 chakras. Those are also aligned with Mm -hmm. the 12 Zodiac signs. And like, there's so many Like correlations. 100%. And then you think of, like you mentioned the Bible, that these are all symbols of the the Zodiac, the the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 disciples, the son of God around the Zodiac. I mean, this is all connected. I'm glad they're having this conversation Mm -hmm. about about this. So now everybody's thinking, well, how the heck are my chakras? (laughs) I want to know how my chakras are. How is there, is there a way that someone could assess how their, their energetic health is as far as chakras go? Totally. So first off, simply breathing into your body and getting a sense of where you feel resistance. Some people are breathing into their throat. They don't, they can't even access their heart. So a simple practice of just sitting in stillness and trying to breathe and see if you can send that energy, energy all the way into your toes. And some people can't even do that. They're they're like, I can't even imagine that energy going down there. They're not connected to that part of their body. So that's one way. And here's the thing too, like it's very common for all of them to be blocked if you've never done this work, but it's one of those things where if you start working on one of them, if you kind of look at like the main area of your life that is suffering where you don't feel aligned and you start really intuitively and intentionally healing that, then you'll start to see all the other ones fall into place. So the word chakra is the Sanskrit word for spinning wheel. And I think of it as like, you know, spinning plates. If one of them falls, the rest of them fall. But the more you can get going and the more they get connected to each other's rhythms and they start flowing in sequence with each other. So step one, like I said, do that kind of breathing practice and just see where am I feeling pain? Where am I feeling stuck? Where am I feeling completely disconnected? And then secondly, 
is just looking at the different areas of your life. So if you know that it is that you don't feel, and it's always boils down to something else. So if you're having a money issue, it's like, what is the real root of that? Is it I don't feel safe and secure? Is that I don't feel good enough? Is it that I don't know what I want to do with my life? And then those can connect to different chakras. So for example, if it's the root chakra, you don't feel safe. You don't feel like you're in survival mode with, you feel like you're in survival mode with money. That would be a root chakra thing. Sacral chakra would be more about worthiness. Solar plexus would be kind of like having the energy and motivation to move forward. Heart chakra would be like, I feel like I'm putting everything out and getting nothing back. Throat chakra would be, I'm afraid to put myself out there. I'm afraid to, to be seen. Um, you know, and those are kind of the main ones. When Once we get to like the, the third eye and the crown, like I never suggest targeting those. It's always the lower ones. And then once those are open, the upper ones can open. But yeah, so just knowing and kind of like dissecting, like, this is what's going on in my life. What chakra is that related to? And then also doing like that physical practice. I love that. I did not know, forgive my ignorance, that chakra came from the Sanskrit word, which means wheel. I did not mm-hmm. know that. And that yes. again, the parallels here, I know that the Sephirot in, in Hebrew that they saw that as wheel too. And this was thousands of years ago with cultures that really didn't interconnect. They were these tribes, exactly. right? That they're, it's just astounding to me. Mm-hmm. And I the Keter, the, the upper Sephirot is Keter, it's it's crown, it's it's Hebrew for crown, okay. it's the same thing. So cool, so cool, I'm learning so much. Yeah. So I wanna talk about the third eye real fast. And I've heard people just, talk about the parallels between the third eye and the pineal gland. Mm -hmm. What's going on there? What do they mean by that? So both the the pineal gland and the pituitary gland are connected to the the third eye chakra. So we need to, from a physical element, make sure that we're taking care of that. Obviously there's things that we want to avoid. There's also like little practices of just like tapping (laughs) Tapping on your your third eye, tapping on the back of your neck, things like that can decalcify and then that can really activate your intuition. So yeah, like each chakra is connected to different physical areas of our body. So again, if we're wanting to detect what chakra is imbalanced, look at your body. Like where in your body are you in pain? Where are you having issues? Where are you repeatedly like, you know, for my for myself, I always had this right shoulder pain. And for me, that signified, okay, so right shoulder, that is the the masculine side of the heart chakra. So I knew that I was overexerting my masculine energy. So you can draw those parallels. If you've got always got tailbone issues, maybe you don't feel rooted, you don't feel anchored. If you have digestive issues, then that could be your solar plexus or your sacral chakra. So all of our organs, all the systems within our bodies are connected to the different energy centers as well. So that's a really good other telltale sign of what we need to work on. Got it. The holidays aren't all sleigh bells and mistletoe, right? I mean, they're also airports, shopping malls, dining tables crowded with people. Some you're glad you only get to see once a year. Give yourself the ultimate gift of a stress-free holiday with Next Evo Naturals fast-absorbing CBD products. Next Evo's stress CBD complex gummies are clinically proven to have four times better absorption than standard CBD. No other CBD brand can promise that. I have seen this be a game changer so many people. My 
life included. I love this product. Next Evo Smart Absorb technology delivers CBD to your system in as little as 10 minutes. It's extremely effective. Regular CBD oil works more slowly because of how our body processes oil-based ingredients compared to water-soluble supplements. Many people want to know my thoughts on CBD. I think it's a great tool to consider, but bioavailability matters. The quality and purity of the ingredients matter. Third-party testing matters too. Help fight holiday stress with Next Evo Natural Stress CBD Complex Gummies featuring ashwagandha, which is an amazing adaptogen that also supports your body's resilience against stress, calm stress in the body, clinically proven to reduce stress by 70%. Ashwagandha and CBD work together synergistically to target the source of rising stress hormones like cortisol. Get smarter CBD from Next Evo Naturals and get up to 25% off subscription orders of $40 or more at nextevo.com slash podcast, promo code Will Cole. That's N-E-X-T-E-V-O.com slash podcast, promo code Will Cole to get that amazing deal. Our next partner has a product I have loved for years. I take this every day and there's not very many things that I take every single day, but this is one of them. Want to know what it is? It's called Athletic Greens. With one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, you're absorbing 75 high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day off right. That's why I do it every day. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all the things. Now, I don't just love it. I put it and recommend it to patients as well if they're looking for ways to get these superfoods into their life. I love it because it's lifestyle friendly. No matter how you eat, if you eat high carb, low carb, paleo, vegan, vegetarian, keto, dairy-free, gluten-free, doesn't matter. It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals, artificial anything, while still tasting amazing. It supports better sleep quality and recovery. It supports mental clarity and alertness. AG1 is a small micro habit with big benefits for your health. It's just one simple thing you can do every single day to take great care of yourself and nourish your body. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance. Right now, it's the perfect time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition, especially heading into the flu and cold season. It's just one scoop and a cup of water every day. It's super simple. That's all you have to do. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and also five free travel packs of Athletic Greens with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Cole. Again, that's athleticgreens.com slash Cole to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. Maybe we could teach the people some things they can do on their own to start improving their energetic wellness, which would in turn help their physical wellness too. Yes. So I know you know you teach this simple energy clearing ritual just to like have optimal energy. So if you're maybe struggling with lower energy, lower frequency, what's something that people can do right now? Yeah, super easy. So the colors of the chakra are actually the same colors of the rainbow. Like we all know that acronym, the acronym Roy G. Biv, like red, oh, yeah. orange, yellow. If green, I learned nothing in elementary school, it's that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so starting at the root chakra, that's red. So literally, I I literally just like will 
lay in bed or sit cross-legged and I'll breathe into my root chakra, just visualizing the energy activating there and visualizing a big red glowing light in that area and breathe into that until you feel like you can see it until you feel like there is that red light and that everything is activated there. And then breathing into the sacral chakra and doing that with the beautiful orange light and just going up the chakras and breathing that color because color holds frequency as well. And we, we kind of, we, we, we've been kind of brought up in the society where we think the only language is sound, but the truth is like, I call it light language. Colors have frequency that change the way we feel, you know, there's so many things around us. So when we can visualize that color, our brain doesn't know the difference between whether that color is there or not. It's actually activating the frequency of that color. So, and that's how crystals work as well, is that they hold that frequency and we're, we're, we're infusing our belief into it. So, yeah. So just simply breathing into that different chakras and allowing the color of that chakra to expand until you feel it. Sometimes it'll take, you know, not that long for yourself to be able to, to feel the energy in that space. Sometimes it'll take you a little bit longer, but again, I would say your body is your textbook and that's the best way to learn about chakras and like where you're maybe lacking energy because doing that practice, you're going to very quickly see where it's harder to feel that frequency. Mm -hmm. Got it. All right. And you mentioned crystals. That's another, mm -hmm. uh, I would say controversial. It's maybe yeah. not controversial, but it's, you know what I mean? It, people mm -hmm. are like, well, they don't understand it. It's something new. I love crystal. I mean, I love it from, again, coming from a functional medicine side. I think they're beautiful. I call them God art because it's like part of nature. And then I know mm -hmm. the, the research of Shinrin Yoku in Japanese of forest bathing. And I think just bringing things from nature into our life, whether you're going outside or if you can't be outside, bringing things in, things in from the earth that are supportive of grounding and centering. It's things that we would have evolved with for thousands and thousands, you know, eons. So that's where I'm coming from. And I feel an intuitive awareness that things from the earth are very healing. And we may not have all the best studies in the world, but I, I could say anecdotally that I'm when I'm around these things, it's a more of a grounding experience, but mm -hmm. like what for people that are maybe newer to the concept of crystals, like maybe the history of it somewhat, and then how do you use them personally in your own wellness routine? Yeah. I mean, people have been using crystals for years and years and years. And from like a very basic standpoint, if even we just want to look at it as like the intention that we're putting into this crystal and how it makes us feel. And yeah, you mentioned that it's from the earth. That's automatically going to hold a frequency of more grounding. It's going to hold just the way a plant has this life force energy that mm -hmm. radiates off of it. And there's many studies around plants and how that changes our frequency just because it's a rock that's not necessarily alive. It's still from the earth and it still vibrates more than a piece of plastic does. Mm -hmm. And so the, the specific crystals work with different chakras because they hold similar frequencies. So if you put that crystal on your, on your body or you have it around you, the frequencies can kind of match up and it can calm your frequency down. It can clear things that aren't necessarily meant to be there, but yeah, it kind of works in three ways. There's the fact that it's from the earth and holds an earth vibration. There's the fact that it's a specific color and we know colors hold vibration and they even 
set off mental triggers within our brains. And there's the more metaphysical side, which is just that really like more specific vibrational element to it. That is kind of the unseen that each and each crystal correlates to a different chakra. Got it. I mean, I don't know if you can see behind me. You're, we're talking via Zoom, but yeah. I have like some massive crystal. People are so kind and they'll send me crystals. Uh-huh. <laughs> That's man, I love it. But I, to me, I'm in this building. I'm in the, my telehealth center all day long. If I could bring nature inside exactly. and use nature really as a meditation and as a grounding practice, again, a lot of cool studies looking at forest bathing and grounding. And to me, that's very much how I'm utilizing these things as a way to support my my paras, parasympathetic. You know, my yeah. we're, we're always attached to technology and looking at blue light. If there's something where I can create some stillness in my day to be around something of the earth, it is very a, a meditation practice for me. Yeah, and there's just the physical reminder of it too. If you if you've decided that this specific crystal, I have one here. Citrine, for example, is the crystal of abundance. So if you've decided that this crystal is going to make you rich and you put this crystal in your wallet, every time you look at that crystal, every time you open your wallet, you're going to be triggering thoughts of abundance in your mind. And the more we know that like our thoughts create our emotions, which create our vibration, which create our reality, it's just giving yourself those little cues that can literally change the the physical manifestations that come into your life. Yes, exactly. I mean, that brings up in my mind the concept of placebo effect. Like if people yes. people say it as something negative, oh, it's plus placebo. No, it's really our thought right? creates our reality. This is exactly. like the mind over matter and the impact that from our the heart and thoughts creates our outflow from that. That's really what it what it is. So the science around the placebo is really just the science around the mind body connection, and mm-hmm. and then you look at the research around the nocebo effect, which is astounding. There's different studies in the scientific literature looking at this one case study report looked at this guy who was told that he had terminal cancer mm-hmm. and he had weeks to live, and he passed away in weeks. Then they did an autopsy and they found out the guy never had cancer. Wow. And the doctor that di- diagnosed him incorrectly said, could I have killed him off? And there were other other st- report studies reported this, that negativity, stress, shame, all that's negative, you know, thought patterns can really create physical health, just like positive things, like positive mindset. And that's what you're talking about here is really exactly. shifting supportive of the parasympathetic. Well, and have you ever read any Dr. Joe Dispenza? I have not read him, sadly, but I know his work and I, I work in conjunction with a lot of practitioners that for patients that do his work as well. Yeah. So if anyone is really looking for the more science side of manifestation or just changing our thoughts to change our reality, I, I suggest checking out Dr. Joe Dispenza. And you you really can change the neural pathways in your brain. You can change the circuitry in your brain with your thoughts. And when you do that, it it, it can change your health and your physical body as well. So there's definitely a lot of studies on that. And he's a really good person to look into. I think the, the first book I read by him was Breaking the Habit of Being Yourself. Mm. So that's a good place to start. Great. And I'll put the link in the show notes. Just people just go to drrollcall.com, go to podcast, and we'll put all the show notes with mm-hmm. the links on this. I oftentimes get 
get asked on social media specifically, they'll say, you know, they are not necessarily patients of mine right now. And they're looking for some direct-to-consumer labs you can get on your own without a functional medicine doctor. I love this because it does democratize health information. You can learn about your health. You can learn about your own bioindividuality. And that's the heart of functional medicine, right? We're all different. So I'm such a geek when it comes to data and improving data based off you know, of wellness and getting action steps to improve your health. So Inside Tracker gives you all of this. You can actually see how you're aging from the inside out. You can really have action steps to see where your health span is now and, and, and see that improve over time. Inside Tracker provides you with a personalized plan to improve your metabolism, reduce stress, improve your sleep, and optimize your health and longevity for years to come. It was created by leading scientists in aging, genetics, and biometrics. Inside Tracker analyzes your blood, DNA, and your fitness tracking data to identify where you're optimized and where you're not. You'll get a daily action plan with personalized guidance on the right exercise for your body, the right nutrition and foods to focus on based on your body, and what supplements you should be taking based on your labs, based on your body. I would also recommend what they call InnerAge 2.0. Add this to any plan because you can actually have a definitive calculation of your true biological age. You can actually see how you're aging from the inside out. You're going to be shocked by the results. And what's cool, you can actually see those numbers improve. You can see your biological age improve when you implement the recommendations they give you. For a limited time, get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. Just go to insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well. That's insidetracker.com forward slash art of being well. Get 20% off the entire Inside Tracker store. So now let's talk about you talk about four different elements of just daily spiritual rituals. So maybe people th- consider themselves spiritual, but they don't really have a practice. It's just sort of their awareness of it. So they want something more. They want something more consistent in their life to cultivate that. Or maybe the person that's out there that doesn't really think of themselves as spiritual, but they're curious. What are the four elements that you're talking about here? So it's very basic. It's mind, body, soul, and energy. And if we can intentionally target each of those things, even for five minutes a day, it can make such a change in your life. So for your mind, you can do anything from reading something positive to repeating mantras, to journaling, anything that's getting your thoughts activated for your body. Of course, any physical movement is great, but if you want to get intentional with your chakra healing and you know that you want to work on your heart chakra, do chest openers, you know, breathe into your chest and just little intentional things like that. It can, it doesn't have to be an hour long workout. It can be just bringing energy to that space of your physical body. And then for the soul things like meditation, EFT tapping, anything that is connecting you to that. I always describe the soul as that version of you that's always been there. And we can kind of check in and like close our eyes and we can see kind of, we can kind of start to see the difference between our ego selves and the the version of us that's always there, the version of us that resides in our hearts. And when we are in meditation, we can access 
that self. And the more we access that self, that higher consciousness, the more we can bring that into our day. And again, meditation does not have to be like an hour long situation. All the meditation, like I create meditations that are as short as three minutes. So they don't have to be crazy long. And then for our energy, that's where even, you know, crystals would definitely be considered an energy or frequency thing. But for me, I I say the biggest energy practice is visualization. And there's lots of studies around visualization as well. But if we can really like see in our mind and feel the emotion and the vibration of what it is that we want as if we already have it. And I know it's like the whole fake it till you make it. Like there's something to it, but there's a deeper layer of it as well. Because I want to explain manifestation a little bit. So People kind of think of it as just, you know, our thoughts create our reality, but there it's a little bit more specific than that because we, we look at the law of cause and effect, the scientific law of cause and effect, the point of convergence where the thought and the effect become active. We, we would call that the point of convergence. And that happens from any kind of trigger, which can be a situation, a thought, a thing. So our state of consciousness, the state of our frequency, the state of our our soul, the state of our mind at the point of that trigger, that is what is going to determine what the physical effect is going to be. So we, so much of our thoughts and so much of our reactions are from a place of our past self from a place of fear. So when we are working on our mind, body, soul, and energy, we're literally reprogramming, giving ourselves more space so that during those moments of trigger, we're making a consciously aware reaction and response. And then that point of convergence and that, that effect that comes from the cause is going to be in a higher vibrational alignment. Wow. This is good stuff. That was actually my next question is about manifestation and, mm-hmm. and clarifying what, you know, is, is meant by that. And I, I've also heard you talk about quantum leaping, which sounds amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I want to do some quantum leaping. What, what is it and how can I do it? <laughs> yes. So everything is available to us in the quantum field. Everything that is everything exists in the quantum field. If we want to go back to the Bible, the way this is, if we're going to go deep here, the way that I interpret heaven and hell is that they both exist on earth and that there are two realities existing on earth. There's the quantum field, which is just love and rainbows and butterflies, basically. And then there's the other world <laughs> where most of us are living most <laughs> of the time. Yeah. And so in the quantum field where we haven't made up all these rules and limitations, everything is possible. But of course, we're humans. We're living here on Earth. We're in this space of density. So we we just need to first understand that there is this parallel reality where everything is possible. And if we can release the limitations and all of the, the drama that we've layered on top of it, then it's there for us. So in order to quantum leap, we need to just be in our highest frequency alignment of that reality. So we can kind of picture that we always think of time in like a very linear way. So there's like past, present, future, but, and we've have these rules and ideas of how long things are going to take us to achieve. 
but the truth is we know that, you know, someone could knock on our door and give us a million dollars today. It could happen. Like we don't know why it would happen, but it could happen. There's so many possibilities. So quantum leaping is essentially just opening up to the the truth that there's so many possibilities that what we want that we think is so far away can happen in an instant. So quantum leaping, it's, it sounds like such a thing that happens overnight, like boom, all of a sudden you're in a different parallel reality where everything you want exists. But the path to quantum leaping is consistency with your conscious awareness and spiritual discipline with your thoughts. So if you can get really consistent with those things and your energy work, then, and you can be really open to the concept that everything is, is possible, everything's available in the quantum field, Mm -hmm. then you're opening up to these possibilities where in an instant, everything in your reality can change for the better. And we need to be in a place where we can hold that frequency. So that reality of that version of your life that you want holds a really high frequency. If we're sitting in a dense frequency, mentally, physically, emotionally, then we're literally unable to to pull that in. It's scientifically and, you know, it just can't work. So if we can hold the super high vibration and become a match to that reality, then it can happen at quantum speed. It can happen very, very quickly. Mm -hmm. So it's it's like everything is possible. And it sounds like so woo-woo and you know, basic, but at the same time, it's, it's, we can think of so many possibilities in which our dreams could happen, but we've, we've limited ourselves this, you know, this hell on earth, this 3d reality that we live in, where we've Mm -hmm. really been taught a very in the box way of thinking and perceiving, perceiving the world, it's limited our vibrational frequency. So we just need to, it it all starts with our thoughts and, and our beliefs and you know, I've seen with myself, I've seen with clients, like how quickly things can change when we're just available to the possibility of them. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, like you mentioned, like these are ancient principles and you mentioned the Bible. I'm even thinking of Jesus saying on earth as is in, as, as it is in heaven, right? It's like, it's yes. bringing heaven to earth. It's bringing yes. this, this reality that is here for us now, not some future thing or some exactly. other place. It's like, right. The heaven, heaven, the kingdom of God is here. here exactly. now. Exactly. And yeah. that's, that's the way that I see it as well. And like in the spiritual community, we call it third dimensional consciousness is kind of where the, the fear-based reality where we're watching the news and we're in fight or flight all the time. Fourth dimensional consciousness is when we're waking up from that. And a lot of people that are listening to this are probably in that space where they're starting to wake up from that. And they're starting to just start to connect more to what's possible for them and starting to connect more to their wellness, their spirituality. And then the fifth dimensional consciousness is when we can see the other two. We can see that there are people that in fear. We can see that there are people who are just waking up. We can see that not everything is as it seems, but in that, that, that is what I call the kingdom is where we're just living from a place of love, high vibration. We're in a place of non-judgment. We're in a place Mm -hmm. of compassion. And we essentially know that we're saved. Like we're like, and I'm not religious at all, but I've gotten into this so much as well, just looking at the correlations between spirituality and religion. Mm -hmm. And when they say, when, you know, when they say, once you're saved, like you're in the kingdom of God, that's what I, that's how I translate that is like, once you wake up to like the power that's inside of you, I believe that that God powers inside all of us. 
yeah. then you are automatically in this place of, of faith, of love. And then that's when you can quantum leap. That's when that reality can mm-hmm. actually come to you because you're not in that density of fear. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, this is br- literally connecting so many dots for me. Like ke- that, that crown siferot in Hebrew, which like the crown chakra in Indian medicine, bringing heaven to earth, a lot of the ancient like mystics and rabbis and teachers in the Middle East, per, in Persia, and, and, you know, they really talked about bringing heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. And ket, keter, the crown, and malchut is the kingdom. You made this the word that was a kingdom. It's the lowest one. So it's mm-hmm. the highest chakra connecting to the lowest chakra, mm-hmm. i.e. bringing heaven to earth. Mm-hmm. So it's so like this is, there's nothing new under the sun. I truly believe that. And now we, we're just catching up with antiquity. We It's the height of hubris to think we're just so modern and so freaking smart. And our ancestors yeah. were dumb Neanderthals. But the reality, <laughs> we just are remembering what was like just common exactly. practice. Exactly. And that's what I say spirituality is. It's like just a remembering of what your soul already knows. And if we want to go really far out, like I'm a big believer in reincarnation and that our souls have come here. They come here continuously to purify. And the more our soul comes here, the more density we, we purify. And then we get to a place where we've purified everything. We're at our highest possible vibration. And then that's when we've brought heaven down to earth. And then that's when we're kind of in that more ascended state. Yeah. And again, going back to research, there are a lot of academic institutions looking at things like reincarnation where we just don't know a lot, but you hear these stories, thousands and thousands and thousands of stories of people that are just, there's something going on there. I absolutely agree with you that people need to keep open-minded and curious to these things that just because they're not modern Western doesn't mean that they're dumb or yeah, that, that yeah. they're weird just because something's different doesn't make it wrong. Yeah. And there's a book, if anyone's interested in learning more about that, there's a book called journey of souls. Oh, I wish I could Mike, Michael something. Shoot. I can't think of his last name, but he was a, a hypnotist and he would hypnotize people and bring them to this past life that they had to the point where they died would follow them back up to what happened next and then follow them into their next birth and what they were meant to learn in this next life and what they learned in the previous life and like what happens in between. And actually the Disney movie soul is actually very accurate to, I'm like, they must have read this book because, or they must, they know something we don't know because it was extremely very accurate to everything that he was describing. Wow. And I, and just to, while it's on Netflix, I, you know, I know things leave Netflix, but right now, have you ever watched Surviving Death? It's not new. It came out a year or no. two ago. You definitely no. need to watch this. We'll okay. put it in the show notes. It's Surviving Death. Each episode talks about what it's either past lives or it's some sort of mystical spiritual thing, but through the lens of researchers in science and trying to understand these things. But it is a fascinating, fascinating documentary, Surviving Death on Netflix, Mm -hmm. um, talking about all of these things that we're discussing here, energy, energy, really. And I have one more question for you, Fred, and then we're going to jump into the art of being, your art of being well. I am seeing, and I haven't admitted this in public, so this is kind of like, (laughs) I know that I could share it with you. Every, I will see the number 1111 every day 
twice a day. I'm staying up too late at night, obviously. But I, I will see it twice a day. I'll see even one eleven sometimes in the afternoon. And I'm not always looking at my phone. I'm not always looking at the clock. But for some reason, I keep seeing it. And then I've I've heard that it was a thing. I don't know what it is. So yes. what, what, what does it mean to me? What does it mean? Yeah. So these are called angel numbers. So I like, I see threes all the time and it's interesting. Like right now I'm seeing threes all the time because threes are the number of Jesus. And it's kind of like my cue to like, okay, you need to research this a little bit more because yeah. it's going to mean different things to different people at different times. So one eleven at a very baseline means you're on the right path and you're supported. But yeah, whenever you're seeing a series of numbers, just tune in and ask your high self. Like if you just literally like close your eyes and just like, you can either breathe into your heart or breathe into your third eye chakra and be like, what are you trying to tell me? Mm-hmm. And see what comes out. But yeah, basically usually like the 1111 is like, you're on the right path. You're being supported and you're, you're rising up to, it actually also means that you're rising up to a higher frequency and that you're in balance. So if you think of like the, like 11, it's, it's showing like an ultimate balance. Yeah, balance So yeah. Yeah. So yeah. Hey. But I, like those are the basic meanings. But I want you to go do that practice and let us know what it means I, I, for you. <laughs> I, you know what? That's what I've been using it as. I've been seeing yeah. it as like divine synchronicity. Like we yes. think we're so separate from the time space continuum, exactly. but the, really we are part of this larger dance of energy. Mm-hmm. And I that's I take it as a moment to sort of say, God, what do you have for me? Like what is exactly. in this moment? And and I I'm supported ultimately, and I'm not yeah. I'm not existing in a vacuum. I'm part of yes. this larger, larger yes. thread of humanity. Exactly, and at, like anytime you're having those synchronicities, that is your highest self is is showing you something, is telling you something. Whenever something like that happens, I always go, of course, of course, this is happening. Like this always happens to me. And I like invite more in. Yes. So yeah, so that's a, that's anytime something good happens in my life, I'm like, of course, good things always, this is like always what happens to me. <laughs> I, You know, I had the brilliant people at Clear Stem Skincare, go back and listen to the episode, everybody. But they're in the skincare, skincare world, they're, you know, skincare guru, she said the same thing at the end of the episode. She will say, oh, I, this always happens to me, no matter what happens. So if it's like, if if she can't, you know, if she parks at the back of the parking lot or the front, it's like, okay, I got my steps in. This, I can't believe this always happens to me. It's so great. Yeah, It's like that abundance, right? It's attracting exactly. that sort of prosperity mindset instead of lack and negative complaining. Exactly. And Frequency. I catch myself in that too sometimes. Don't worry. No shame. No shame. We're all, we're all works in progress, right? Yeah. All right, my friend. So we're going to jump into, you know, the podcast It's called The Art of Being Well. This is Amberly Lyons' Art of Being Well. I'm going to pitch out, throw out different, different, I want to pick your brain with different facets of wellness. First question is, what's the worst tasting healthy food that you absolutely hate the taste of it but you or maybe you've come into acceptance of it but it's like the worst tasting healthy food but you still have it because it's so good for you i'm gonna go with kale but i also (laughs) avoid it at all costs (laughs) what what are we talking oxalates or what are we talking about what why are you avoiding just because you don't like the taste of it or oxalates but also the taste (laughs) yeah for people that are oxalate sensitive 
they can cook it and steam it. But yeah, I mean, yeah. steamed greens, definitely not my thing either. Unless it's, it's got to be smothered in butter and salt. And then that kind of defeats yeah. the purpose. <laughs> oh, you can see, get some ghee, get some Himalayan sea salt. It could work. It could work. Yeah. All right. What is your dream vacation if you had to pick? Ooh, I'm just going to go somewhere that I haven't been. And I'm going to say Maldives, one of those huts on the water where I feel like any problems aren't able to make their way out on those huts. It's like you leave those at the shore and you walk out to your hut and everything's just super zen. And I'm going to really like delegitimize myself as a doctor right now. But back in the day, my wife watches this show and I watched, I watch it with her that keeping up with the Kardashians when Kim Kardashian jumped, jumped in, she could, she lost your earrings. It was kind of, I don't know if it was in the Maldives, but I think it was Fiji somewhere like that. Somewhere like that. But yes, that was an iconic moment of pop culture. So I'm glad you caught it. <laughs> she didn't leave her problems behind. She lost her she freaking earring. <laughs> True. <laughs> All right. Next question. What if you had to eat one food for the rest of your life, regardless of health benefits, purely on taste alone, what would that food be? Rene Pomodoro with a little bit of cheese. That's heaven to me. Last meal, last supper, like... <laughs> obsessed it's got to be all homemade like some nona had to like make it all from scratch (laughs) are you italian no i i I say i i try to be italian like i pretend i'm italian we got we got married in italy and my husband's not italian but every boyfriend i had before him was italian so i was able to like soak up all the culture and like love it adoration for the food but no not italian I love it. You're an Italian in training. Yeah, I identify as Italian. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. All right. Next question. What is your, if you have one, what's your latest non-food, non-supplement wellness tool or biohacking that you're into? Mm, in it, chakra balancing? <laughs> yeah, no, I love it. I, so, well, I remember actually when we had our little, our I, I saw you as a doctor, I remember you were kind of like in shock at like the fact that my hormones were so balanced and you were like, okay, it's really weird because you have this issue and this issue. Mm-hmm. So that usually means that this would be really messed up, but somehow I think because of all the inner work you do, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's literally just like calming the nervous system. And you know, that to me is everything. And I'll give a little bit more specific. So I do invocations where I actually will say the words. Like I'll be like, I am so relaxed right now. I can feel the stress melting off my body. I'm so safe and so protected. And those are mm. like, I, I record, I have my, my meditation app and those are always the most popular on the app as well, because they're so powerful. When you just speak it into existence, your mind believes it. I love that. So good. Where uh, and we'll put the links for everything, but where mm-hmm. uh, your meditation app, everyone's going to want it. Mm-hmm. So where, where can they get yes. it? So it's on Google play. It's on the app store, or you can get it at my website, chakragirlco.com. And if you go from the website, you can use the coupon code Dr. Will Cole and get a month for free. Awesome. That's so mm-hmm. cool. We'll put it in the show notes. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What are two supplements that have been the biggest game changers for you personally? Okay. I take L-lysine and I swear that I never, ever, 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 ever get sick. And I'm obsessed with it. 
And then the other one is just vitamin D. And in Canada in the winter, I just found out that Canada has one of the highest rates of MS because mm. we don't get enough vitamin D, which is interesting. So yeah. vitamin D, and I can tell the difference in my mood when I take vitamin D versus when I don't. Yeah, same here for sure. Actually, is microdosing mushrooms a supplement? <laughs> <Because> that's- <laughs> That's been cool too. (laughs) All right. We have to go there and we can't skip past this. All right. So what are we talking about? What, how many milligrams? What what are you doing with a doctor? What's it like? Uh, No, no doctor. I'm (laughs) self-prescribed. So I know, I know you love that. So it's, I, I, (laughs) I started with 50 milligrams and then I worked my way up to a hundred milligrams and I don't take them every day, but I swear it works like, and it just calms my nervous system and it makes me more consciously aware. It like slows me down, just slows my mind down to just more acute awareness. And I have that like split moment before I go into a reactionary emotional state. And it, it just reminds me to kind of bring myself back. So of course, consult your doctor, but yes, yes, <laughs> that would be my advice. Consult your doctor. Yeah. And, but you know, I ultimately am for legalizing nature. I, this should not be yeah. controversial. And again, mm-hmm. we are so freaking arrogant in our modern ways that we think we need to be legislating everything, yeah. mushrooms and milk. It's like ridiculous, yeah. but people should talk with their doctor and then have free choice, pro-choice mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm curious, I'm getting, I don't want to get off on a tangent here, but have you done any more uh, journeys with plant medicines, with doctors or shamans or anything like this? Not from plants. I, I, I kind of describe like there's different kinds of energy healing. Plant has never resonated with me. I'm more like light work, energy work, And that's where I've always felt most called to. So I've done tons of different kinds of energy healing, light therapy and things like that. But no, I've not been called. I don't like to be out of control. Like that scares me a little bit. Yeah, I haven't either. I haven't either. A lot of my friends are in the research space looking at this, psychiatrists, researchers, or they're interested in this stuff because I'm in the wellness world and they've just done it with the different doctors and shamans and researchers. But I have the same thing. I haven't been like, I haven't felt the need to really no. do it. I love no. sobriety so much. I love being like sober and and like, and like you yeah. said, there's so much you can do on this plane to really work on it that I, I know it's fantastic and has so much exciting research around it for people who need it. People that have PTSD, people that have traumas, people that have panic attacks, people mm-hmm. have different mental health issues, autoimmune problems. There's a growing amount of evidence. So I'm definitely for it when it's done appropriately, but I just haven't needed it. Yeah. Have you met Shaman Durek? Yes, I know Shaman Durek personally. Okay. That's what I thought. So he was the one who kind of told me like, if you're not drawn to it, if it's not like this, like knowing in your soul that you're meant to do it, don't just do it because it's a trend. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are doing it because it's a trend, but also because they think it's a quick fix. They're like, oh, I'm just going to expel all my demons in one go. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't work like that. So, and it's, it can be dangerous. So yeah, you definitely need to do it in the right way. But also, I think even more importantly, for the right reasons. Yes, for sure. Don't do it just because you heard about it on a random Instagram feed, please. Exactly. Or a documentary on Netflix. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know, I'm curious, do you know what Myers-Briggs 
Briggs personality or Enneagram that you are? Yeah. So my Myers, it's funny. So I've done the Myers Briggs a few times and I usually am ENFJ, which is, I think, a very rare one. But then sometimes I've done it and I'm INFJ, like introvert, which surprises me. So So I feel like, can they change? Like, yeah, Amberbert. Yeah. Yeah. Amber Liebert. (laughs) But yeah. So that's what I am. And then Enneagram. Oh, shoot. Is it eight or nine? I would assume you're eight. One. Yeah, eight. Okay. Challenger. Okay. The challenger. Yeah, yeah. Chal- yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, I remember it's something aggressive. Yeah, eight. <laughs> and then I think I was like almost a three. It was like a tie okay. between. Okay. Yeah. Well, you could be like an eight wing nine, and a nine is a peacemaker. I could see you being that too. I was going to, there's something with the nine too. It was yeah. like eight, nine, and, and three yeah, eight, were the, eight wing the nine. top ones. Got yeah. it. Awesome. All right. Next question. What's your favorite way to increase your energy levels? We talked about the exercise at the top, but let's talk, let's talk about just lull and energy. Any other pro tip, wellness pro tip, if you're having a dip in energy? Yeah. So there's a Kundalini breath practice called breath of fire, where you literally just like pump your stomach in and out and breathe in and out of your nose super fast. And I try to do it for like two minutes. I usually like one minute is gotten to be really easy for me. Whereas I used to not even be able to do one minute, but I try to do two minutes and it's better than any cup of coffee. Love it. And also side note, you inspired me to quit coffee and join the Earl Grey club. Yes. What the (laughs) heck? I didn't know that. Wow. Look at me being a Mr. Influencer. I love my Earl Grey tea. So good. Mm -hmm. What, what's the weirdest thing that you've done for wellness that you're willing to admit on a podcast? Oh, I'll admit anything. Oh my God. I just like, I'm, I'm just like my whole life. I don't know. Quit my job and go chakra heal people and like tell hey. people what I do. Tell my family what I do. That's probably <laughs> the, hard, was the hardest thing. Like I, I haven't done, I mean, if we, I mean, this is again, a very, um, this is, could be another Gwyneth Paltrow moment too, is, you know, jade eggs that's probably the weirdest but i think it's all like to most people most of what i do is weird it's a lot of sound healing energy healing light work i've done like meditations where you project your consciousness to different planets and dimensions and talking to aliens that's another one like having like connections to other aliens yeah I, I, okay, wait. I have so much to unpack like, here. Oh, he's gonna ask me go into this, isn't oh, he? Oh, <laughs> I have to unpack the aliens. Okay, so, okay. What, like, what? Tell me what I need to know about aliens because I don't know. I don't know anything about them. Okay. <laughs> so, have you ever heard the term star seed? Yes, and I've heard of Lemurian. Lemurian. Yeah. Lemur- okay. Yes. Oh, I yeah. love that. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. I, I that's that was kind of my kind of entry point into the star seed thing was Lemuria because I resonated so much with it. And I did a lot of research on Lemuria. Essentially, most of us have heard of Atlantis. Lemuria Mm -hmm. was kind of same thing, different Mm -hmm. timing. And I resonated a lot. And I looked, I was like, I actually look like I'm Lemurian. Like it, it was very weird. So I started deep diving past lives that weren't necessarily on this earth plane Mm -hmm. and so a star seed now this is where everyone's gonna be like okay i was i was buying everything else she was saying now i I could get with the breath of fire but now wait what (laughs) so they say that if your soul was originally born in a different dimensional timeline slash different planet different place then you can still connect 
with that energy and they hold different keys and codes and consciousness and really like magical healing powers that humans have forgotten. Like a lot of us have those powers, but we've forgotten them. So I'm just going to say there's something to it because the first time I ever did a meditation and I have this meditation on the app as well, where you connect to your starseed planet, I heard a name of a place. I was like, where are you from? And I had never heard this word in my life ever wrote it down, Googled it. It's a galaxy. And people, other people have said that they connect to that as well. And they describe to a T exactly what I saw. So there's something to it. A lot of people resonate with the Pleiadians. Yes. I've heard that before. Yeah. A friend of mine, Jordan Younger, always talks about that, but I don't know much about it. She's told me briefly about it, but Yes. So it's, it's a journey and uh, people will get there in their journey when, and if they're meant to, <laughs> but I mean, it's, it, it's like, they say that it actually can be a little dangerous to make those connections. Cause like dark energies can come in. And the first time I started doing that work, I actually like very randomly had to get my appendix out. And I like, sometimes I'm like, it was the aliens. It was the aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then I, I stopped for a long time and I don't really connect that much, but I'll say there's something to it. There's something hey. to it. There's something out there. I have nothing else. I think like you're saying, the, the interconnectedness of all of this, and there's a lot that we don't know. Let's just exactly. leave it at that. Leave it at that. Yeah, our, our human minds can't conceptualize the full truth of everything that's out there, is yeah. what I believe. Yeah, and there's also research, not to bring it back to studies and researchers, there are people looking at that too. I mean, when you're looking yes. at UFOs and all of that stuff, it's like yeah. there's so much we don't understand. Exactly. My friend, this has been a rich conversation. Tell everybody where they can find all your amazing work and and get plugged in. Yes. So Chakra Girl Co. on Instagram. And I mean, Instagram is kind of the main place I'm hanging out. And then the podcast is Chakra Girl Radio, which is all the places that podcasts are. And then again, the app, you can either download it from Google Play or the App Store and you just search Rituals by Chakra Girl or you can go to chakragirlco.com. You can sign up on the web and then you can use those logins on your phone. But if you sign up from the website, then you can use the coupon code Dr. Will Cole and get a free month. Thank you, my friend. It's it's always a blessing to catch up with you. Okay. I have to come back. We'll talk an entire hour about aliens next time. I know. Something. Yeah, next time we go deep <laughs> with aliens. <laughs> Talk soon. Thank you. Thanks again for listening to The Art of Being Well. If you have a chance, please rate and review the podcast here. And if you like what you're hearing, hit follow and pass it along to a friend. To see more, head to drwillcole.com slash podcast. I'll be back every Monday and Thursday, and I hope you will too. Talk soon.
Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.